Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Michael Sheen is West Wing. I was like, or yes, Martin Sheen is West Wing. Michael Sheen is Good Omens. All right. I knew something was bad. That was not quite right. All right. Hang on. I'm glad you noticed that. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 348 of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast, presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. Hello, Adam. How's it going? Good. How are you? It's ALA week. <sighs> yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. For the non-librarians uh, of the world, ALA is the American Library Association, and this weekend is their annual conference in Washington, D.C., where it's a trillion degrees and 100% humidity, um, and we're both going... And this week is trying to take my soul out of my body. I'm so busy and stressed out. But it will be fun once we're there. Sure. <laughs> no, well, I'm just kidding. Jill's going for professional development. She's got it more fun than I am. Also, I get to do my own book signing. You do get to do your own book signing. So people in Washington, D.C. come to L.A. Yeah. Get Jill's book signed by Jill. Saturday, June 22nd, 11.30 a.m. Skyhorse, booth 1518. Hey, but get there early, because if Book Expo America is any <laughs> indication, uh, Jill's books are going to run out, which they did when I went over just to say hi. And also true. Me. Also true. Yeah. That was so great. Hey, um, you guys have a book by Jill Grunewald? Yeah, it's gone. I No, no, no. I, that's great. I'm her, <laughs> I'm her podcast co-host. Well, I sent all those people over, so they were probably... <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I know. Um, so hopefully they'll come over again. Yeah. Okay, uh, today we are talking about audiobooks. Yes, we are. Because June is, is it National Audiobook Month? Or like I have no idea. It's Audiobook Month. Um, so we're going to talk about some of our favorite audiobooks that we've enjoyed recently. And then um, this week on Twitter, I asked some people for their favorites. So I have a bunch of recommendations from our listeners. And this is really cool timing because if you use Libby to listen to audiobooks and read ebooks, which I hope you all are if you're listening to this podcast, uh, Libby, as of today, officially works with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. So if you have a car that has those, you just plug in your phone and you'll be able to do everything in Libby right on your dashboard. Also, for our library partners, there's an audiobook sale happening in Marketplace. So now is the time, now is the time to go buy those audiobooks on sale. Man. It runs through the end of the month. People really have to get through a lot of us complaining and then also like overdrive related ads before we get to book recommendations at this point. Um, Sorry, not sorry. Librarians save money and listeners, uh, I can tell you someone who's extremely excited is my wife. Alex, because she listens to audiobooks literally every day on her drive, um, and when I told her that it's going to be in Apple CarPlay, she, like, fist-bumped me, which was hilarious. She's so excited. I got to preview it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I should look at that, um, the preview part, because it'll be easy to use, but I need to know how to demo it for this weekend. Mm. We'll get there. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about some audiobooks. If people want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ProBookNerds, or just shoot us an email at FreshNoBookNerds at Overdrive.com. 
Uh, a couple of you guys have been doing that lately for book recommendations, so feel free to keep doing that. Probably won't get to you this weekend, admittedly, but as soon as we can. Um, how many books did you pull up? I don't really have a list. I'm just sort of like winging it. <laughs> okay. So no, I mean, I have like the books I've read over the past few years. I, my spreadsheet, I have my spreadsheet pulled up. <laughs> so I can just look through my spreadsheet of audio and like find the audio books. Did, did you see the way that I tweeted out asking what people have liked? Did you have a chance to see it? Oh, in your comment? Yeah. About, yeah, should we just, like, get that one out of the way? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I mentioned, we, this came up a couple of months ago when I first read the book, but uh, Daisy Jones and the Six, mm-hmm. best audiobook ever. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Somebody, uh, some famous person said on, on Twitter that they've heard that that was a good audiobook, and they're like, but I don't know that I want to listen to it because if everyone says something's great can it really be that great and like i responded i was like no this is one of those instances where the mob is right it it's it's that good it's so good yeah it's so good so for the those who don't know and did not hear me talk about how i've already read it like three times this year um (laughs) uh it is an oral history about a band a fake band sadly from the 1970s um, and their rise and fall and break up and all that stuff. Um, and so it's told as an oral history. And so they have voices for each person in the um, in the audiobook. And it's a good cast. I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a great cast. Like, yeah, like famous people. Mm-hmm. You are listening slash reading Daisy Jones and the Six. Like I would watch a John Mulaney special on Netflix. We're just like, oh, nothing else to do today. I'll just throw on Daisy Jones and the Six. Pretty much. It is really, I should, really good. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen to that if you haven't already. I was going to say I should just buy the audiobook, but I should get it from the library. Just keep yeah, checking just keep, it out. Just keep checking it out. Um, all right. So my first book is uh, recently I talked about how good the audiobooks for His Dark Materials are, starting with The Golden Compass. Uh, that's a cast. Uh, a cast of characters does that, and it's amazing. It sounds like you're just listening to like a, a radio drama you would hear on BBC. And that one is narrated by uh, Philip Pullman. He does, like, the main narration, and he's amazing. He sounds like Anthony Hopkins. Uh, but the new book in the series, the the Book of Dust, which is the first of the La Belle Sauvage uh, collection, which he is he's writing, uh, it is narrated by Michael Sheen. So if you have been watching Good Omens like everyone else in the world and you need some more Michael Sheen in your life, uh, he does the narration for the first book in the Book of Dust series, and it's so good. It's... His obviously his voice is amazing, but it's different. There's a difference between having a great voice and being a great narrator, and he is also a great narrator. Accurate, that is accurate. So, all right, do you want to <laughs> to do some more? I, I'm going to put you on the spot with your spreadsheet. I can just keep talking. No, I told you I have my spreadsheet up. It's okay. fine. So my next one is um, "Believe Me" by Eddie Izzard. So I saw Eddie Izzard. Um, he came to Cleveland uh, a couple like a month ago three weeks ago i don't remember um and i saw him and it was phenomenal as always because he's great um and so he has a memoir out called believe me a memoir of love death and jazz chickens and he does the audiobook and i always encourage people to listen to this i mean i think in general if it's someone like a comedian who's done an audiobook version and they've narrated themselves of their memoir you should always listen to that Eddie specifically I recommend because if you've ever seen Eddie perform um, either live or any of his taped specials, 
he goes off on tangents. That's just sort of like his style. Mm-hmm. Um, and the book works the exact same way. He, in the audiobook, goes off on tangents. That's <laughs> like, amazing. Like, way off script. <laughs> From, he's not, you know what I mean? Like, he's reading the audiobook. He's reading the uh, the manuscript, the transcript of the actual book, and then it sort of like sets him off on these tangents. It's hilarious, and just it's like bonus features. <laughs> um, I, you can say no, but do you want to share the wild story about your live thing? Oh my god! We don't know okay. the person, so there's not many names said. If Eddie does not come back to Cleveland ever again, I will fully forgive him. So. <laughs> So my, I went with my sister-in-law, and we were about, like, she got good seats at a good price. So we are like, six rows back. And there's this woman in the front row who's kind of heckling him. And people will, like, shout to him from this stage, and he will respond. But he's not someone who necessarily, like, engages with them, right? Because mm-hmm. he's trying to do his show. And this one woman would not shut up. <laughs> and they get into some kind of argument. He's, like, doing this bit about superheroes and like their costumes i don't even remember and she is just like not having it and trying to correct him from her seat in the first row this is all important context trust me so (laughs) you're good she's getting there (laughs) he um he finally i mean from on stage he's just like i i can't actually say what he says but he's basically like shut the f up yeah except he says that in the microphone so everyone can hear He's not having it. So the show ends. He goes backstage. We start leaving. Um, we were in the middle of our seat, so we're, like, taking a while. And I noticed that this woman, the one who was heckling him, is talking to her friend. They're right there on the uh, front row, right in front of the stage. And uh, they're, like, gesturing up on stage. And I'm like, what is happening here? And so the woman, I'm not even kidding you all, she goes up to the stage and tries to, like, haul her leg over to get up on stage but she can't she ends up pulling down the sound like the speaker that's right there and the (laughs) cords then she does it again and this time gets up on stage now i have a split second where for this particular show he had a big um floor to ceiling poster basically of himself background sure and I have this moment where I'm like, well, maybe she just wants to go get a picture in front of it. <laughs> no, no. She runs into the wings. She's heading backstage. Oh, man. Jumps up on stage and starts running. And because of the way, because of where she was and the security was, she was in a blind spot. So they didn't see this. So then a someone who I think was with Playhouse Square comes over to, like, pick up the sound, like the speaker she knocked down. And <laughs> trying to gesture to security um and they finally realize and they like run up and run on stage one of them goes off and chases her and by the time they catch her i have no idea how far she got they catch her by the time my sister-in-law like get to the side exit she the security guard who ran after her is standing um there's like these little hallway things uh off to the side of the stages that dump out near where the exit is um the security guard is standing there and she's like cowering behind him (laughs) and they're trying to get one of the volunteers to go get her friend who is still sitting like waiting in the front row i I just don't get what her friend thought was gonna happen i don't either like when you have security run after your friend hey that's probably not a good idea so i'm i'm hoping that they were just gonna be like hi please leave just get out we don't want to deal with you but so yeah and i remember thinking 
99% of the time when I go to play a square to see a musical, I remember thinking when we get there, I was like, why is there security here? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Now I know why there's security there. Yeah. Oh, man. You told me that last week and I remember laughing so hard. I know. Yeah. It was terrible because everyone was like, how was the show? I was like, oh, it's great. But let me tell you about this <laughs> other thing that happened at the very end. Yeah. Oh, man. My last time at Playhouse Square was last week to cry through uh, Dear Evan Hansen, which was also great. Less uh, eventful. Yeah. Just lots of tears. Yeah. Um, another book to talk about, <laughs> transitions, is I just finished Magic for Liars by Sarah Gailey, and they will be at ALA, <clears throat> where we're going to be, and we're interviewing them. Uh, the narrator is G Sands, or XE Sands, and I believe it's G, if I remember correctly. Um, it's, I don't want to get too much into the book because, like I said, they're going to be on the show. Uh, but it's this story of a private, in- private investigator who is investigating a crime at a magical school. The private investigator is not, does not have magic herself, but her twin sister who works at the school does. And it's really, really interesting. It answer- tackles a lot of like questions about um, what is okay and what's not to do to like other people's body, which doesn't come up much when you're thinking about magic. Um, like if you think about all the Harry Potter spells that like they're basically taking control of other people's bodies and it's never addressed. Um, so it's really, really interesting. It's like crime, noir, and fantasy all mixed together. So it's really, really good. And the uh, narration is just so loaded with um, with emotion and it's very, very impressive. So that's Magic for Liars. Uh, and Sarah will be on the show in a, a couple of weeks. So I'm not going to get too much into the plot. We'll do that at a later date. My next one is Horror Store by Grady Hendrix. We have talked about this. I think it's been a while. Uh, the book came out a couple of years ago, and I think everyone in the office was reading it. And um, if the book is about sort of like a fake Ikea, <laughs> um, where strange things happening. For those of us who actually work at the Overdrive offices, <laughs> I have no idea why. From what I can tell, there is, like, Grady Hendrix has no connection to this area. I could be wrong, but... The store is set basically where our office is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure is. So it's a little alarming when you're reading the book. Uh, the audiobook, however, so um, the book is set up where I think at the beginning of every chapter, um, they there is a uh, description of a item that the sell the store sells. You know, like and if you've read IKEA catalogs, it's very much like that. Um, except as the book goes on and weirder things start happening, the um, items that they're talking about get sort of in like the torture sphere of things, and it's really hilarious. Best part is on the audiobook, Bronson Pinchot does the voice for those. That's amazing. Oh, yes, from Perfect Strangers. That's amazing. <laughs> oh and he has like that really good, like, commercial mm-hmm. voice as he's discussing these bizarre items. That's so good. That just get progressively more weird as the book goes on. So that is Horror Store by Grady Hendrix. Nice. Uh, my next one is Seafire by Natalie C. Parker. Uh, it is the first of a series, the first two of which are out, Seafire and Steel Tide. And um, much like when we were talking a while back about uh, daughter of the Pirate King. This is um, Badass Lady Pirates. And I just... When you are selling me on a book that 
is Pirates. It takes so little for me to be like, yes, I'm on board. Like that, I think Pirates has the lowest bar. Pirates and like magical schools have just the <laughs> lowest bar of acceptance for me. We're like, y- y- you've said enough. You're good. Um, so this one, it's described <laughs> as Mad Max by way of Davy Jones. Uh, it's narrated by Rebecca Solaire, and again, it just there's all of these wonderful female pirates and Rebecca finds a way to delineate between all of them with her, her voice talent. And it's really, really impressive. So yeah, more, um, badass YA fantasy lady pirates. And the ships are really cool. Like they're almost like steampunk versions of pirate ships where they have, uh, all sorts of unique technology that you wouldn't think about. And, um, it's awesome. I, I haven't read the second one yet, but I'm really excited too. So that's Seafire by Natalie C. Parker. Okay, um, this is a hard one because this is not actually the audiobook. It's the narrator. Yeah. So, you know, like with books you read, there are certain authors that you will pretty much read everything they write. Mm-hmm. For me, I will listen to any book that Bonnie Turpin narrates. Okay. I don't care what it is. So she's done I, I'm, She's done some big ones. Um, the Hate You Give, she did that one. It's so good. Uh, Children of Blood and Bone. Um, the Underground Railroad by Colson Whitehead. The Sun is also a star on the come up. She's uh, part of the help. Um, <laughs> just a f- I love how you like you really <laughs> bad feminist. That. Did I already say a bad feminist? No, but no. you said bad she's feminist. done a few bu- big books. <laughs> so you want to talk about race? Um, you just listed like ten of the most important books. Dread of the Nation. Last yeah, she, that's what I'm saying. She is so good. Uh, she is so good. I will literally listen to anything that she narrates. So, Bonnie, if you would please like to come on to our podcast and talk to us about the fine art of audiobook narration, please do. Yeah. Also, I did, I, did, I listened to Underground Railroad when we interviewed Colson. I didn't read it. I listened to it. And, yeah, she's... She's... <laughs> I, just, I could keep going. Sorry, I'm just laughing that you're like, she's done a few big books, and then you, you literally... If you, go, like, if you go into, into... Like, if you look for her in Marketplace, our... our or Overdrive, she's, like, at, like, 150 titles. <laughs> Some of them are cast ones, like, she, um, uh, where it's multiple people. Some of them, it's just her. But she's so good. Um, that's something we should mention. I don't know if people are using Overdrive or Libby. If you search for a narrator, it does, the search results do come up. So people correct. might not know that. That um, is correct. So mm-hmm. if, like me, you find a narrator you really like, like Bonnie Turpin, please mm-hmm. come on and talk to us. You can just search for her name and get all of the audiobooks that she uh, she's narrated. Sure can. Um, all right, my next one is House of Furies by Madeline Rowe. Um, sorry, Madeline Rue. Uh, it is narrated by Billy Fulford Brown, and speaking of people who I would listen to do anything, uh, this is a book about a young girl, and I have talked about this like a long time ago, but it's this girl, Louisa, who goes to this house called Cold Thistle House, and she's working as a um, kind of like a, a maid in the house, and there's mysterious things going on. This doesn't spoil it. it. This happens really, really early on, but basically she finds out that she's working in a house owned by the devil, and all of the accents are like English and Irish and Scottish, and somehow Billy manages to delineate between all of those, which is amazing. Uh House of Furies has a second book that just came out, I want to say, like, a month or two ago. Um, and that one is called Court of Shadows. It's the second book in the series. Um, I will say the audiobook is amazing. That's obviously what we're talking about. But if you happen to borrow the ebook or get the physical book, there's these really, um, really, really awesome 
illustrations in there as well. They're very like gothic-y. So uh, just do both. Borrow both. They're really good. So that's House of Furies by Natalie Rue. Uh, my next one is Homegoing by Yagasi, which is nominate, uh, narrated by um, Dominic Hoffman. I don't know how long I was listening to this audiobook, which, so the story um, starts with two sisters in Africa who don't really know about each other. They're half-sisters, and they, they are separated, um, and um, there's family lines spread multiple generations. Um, one end, like one's family line ends up in America, one stays in Africa. I was listening to this for a while with, and it's multiple voices <laughs> until I figured out it's one narrator doing all of the voices. And he, Dominic Hoffman does such a good job, um, flipping back and forth between, um, the, the voices and the accents that are required from, you know, like American South to, uh, like an, you know, an app, like an English with an African accent. It's, it's phenomenal. It's one of probably the best narrations, um, jobs I've, I've heard by one narrator doing like a full cast worth of, of voices. It's phenomenal. The, I, the, I feel like the only person that I've ever known, known that I've ever like listened to that's been able to really do that as well is Jim Dale when he does like the Harry Potter stuff or just like yeah, there's 180 characters. Yep. Like, it's a lot like that. How? In the Not quite world. as many characters, but it's the same, yeah. the same idea. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, all right. I am going to do one more of these, and then we'll get into some of our other recommendations from our um, from our listeners. So this last one of these for me is Internment by Samir Ahmed. Uh, and this is it's set in like a, a near future United States. And um, there's a 17-year-old, Layla, and um, her parents are forced into an internment camp for Muslim American citizens. If that sounds familiar, it's very similar to what's going on in the news right now in America. Um, and with the help of newly made friends, also trapped in the internment camp, uh, and her boyfriend who's on the outside, they kind of form like this alliance. Um, and then they kind of they begin their journey to for freedom. Um, just think it's really, really important. It's a really powerful book, and it's narrated by Sunila Nankani, and uh, Sunila does a amazing job with all the characters in this as well so it's kind of like equal parts science fiction and fantasy but also like YA literature it's really really good um, that's internment by samira ahmed and do you want to do one more or do you want to take a break no so i have one more and then okay. i have one that i at least want to mention so my main one is um we are never meeting in real life by samantha irby she is a uh, black queer writer who writes about her life and sort of memoirs and essays if you watched the tv show shrill she wrote the pool party episode um so we are never meeting in real life is uh, a collection of essays it is hysterical and she does the narration by herself which again is one of those things where when a comedian um or someone who is sort of like a funny writer narrates their own stuff definitely listen because she's just fantastic but i do want to give a special mention to will wheaton and ready player one <laughs> Because how can we not? Also, there's a sequel coming, and so I feel like... <laughs> yeah. Will Wheaton... If you want to come and talk to us about the book, Ernie, Ernie Klein. Oh, Will Wheaton's so good at narration. We almost got through like, a, a bunch of recommendations without mentioning Will Wheaton. 
Wow. Or Ready Player One. It's been a while it's since been we've a- mentioned Ready Player One, to be perfectly fair. We're going on these like uh, these streaks where like, it was Ready Player One for a whole bunch of time. Um, and then, well, like some time passed, and then we talked about Mallory's book, uh, Lady from the Black Lagoon, like for seven straight episodes. Now it's Daisy Jones and the Six. Jones and the Six. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. We're, we're consistent, if nothing else. Um, yeah. If you haven't listened to, um, if you haven't listened to Ready Player One, definitely listen to it because Will is amazing. I feel like it's been a while since I listened to it. I might have to uh, queue it up. I, I'm getting, after we get back from LA, I don't have anything I have to like focus on for the podcast. So that is definitely what I'm going to dive into as well. Um, and if you're looking for something else similar to it, there's a book called Otherworld, which is by Jason Siegel um, and oh, Kirsten White, I believe, wrote it. Wrote, no, Kirsten Miller, I think. I'll check this out. I think I'm messing that up. But Jason Siegel does the narration. He's also very fun. Um, okay, we are going to give you guys some recommendations based uh, from our listeners. But first, we're going to take a quick break to talk about today's sponsor. This week's sponsor is The Great Courses Plus. As book nerds, one of our favorite things to do is explore unfamiliar territory, new worlds, fascinating insights, fresh perspectives, all of that fun stuff. And The Great Courses Plus is a fantastic way to do that. With this streaming service, we can pick up a new hobby or build our knowledge on virtually any topic we want to know more about, like the great palaces of the ancient world or the legend of King Arthur. There's even how-to courses on everything from cooking to stargazing. There's like sewing and crafting courses in there. I mean... Yeah, and seriously, don't sleep on that King Arthur one. I watched the entire thing. It's so good. It's an amazing series. Uh, There's like... Like Jill said, there's so many of these. There's thousands of these fascinating lectures to explore. All are presented from award-winning experts who are so passionate about what they teach. And with the Great Courses Plus app, you can escape into vast worlds of knowledge at any time. You can watch or you can listen to them, whatever works best for you. And we're going to tell you just about a couple that we really, really love. Um, It's baseball season, and I'm a baseball nerd. So there is a whole 24-lecture series called Play Ball, The Rise of Baseball in America's Pastime. Uh, baseball has a really interesting history that kind of coincides with the history of America, and so I'm very much loving that one. And if you've been paying attention to this episode, I love pirates, and there is a whole series called The Pirate Wars of 1718 that I'm dorking out about extremely hard right now. Right, and I really love the how to view and appreciate great movies. I love going to movies and making it, I don't want to just like passively watch, I want to be able to. right understand things happening outside of it. I took film courses in college, so this is just sort of a way to extend that knowledge. Uh, So if you want to empower yourself with knowledge, you can sign up for the Great Courses Plus today, and they're offering our listeners this special limited-time offer. So for an all-access, one-month trial, completely for free, you have to go and use this offer, and you have to sign up, though, through our special URL, which Jill's going to tell you about right now. So to start your free month now, and this is a limited-time offer, so be sure to get on this as soon as possible. To get um, your free month now, sign up at thegreatcoursesplus.com slash probooknerds. Again, that's thegreatcoursesplus slash probooknerds. Do not miss out on this fantastic limited time offer for an all-access one-month trial for free. All you have to do is go to thegreatcoursesplus.com slash probooknerds. And we're back. Again, like to thank the Great Courses Plus for sponsoring this episode. Hope you guys will check that out. It's such a cool uh, service, and we're both really enjoying it a lot. So um, now I have 
a bunch of recommendations by our listeners. So you can jump in anytime if you have others you'd like to talk about. Um, yes, Jill, you're making a face. Other so. audiobooks, or because you didn't send me the audience picks. Oh yeah, no. I so I just have a list of audience picks. Cool. I'm just gonna kind of go through them. A lot of these I haven't read, so got it. I don't got really it. Got talk it. About them. Okay, you can start over. If you have, you're more <laughs> welcome to. Sorry, I was super confused. That's okay. Um, so the first one that someone pointed out, and I, I'm sorry, I didn't grab all of your Twitter handles because there was a lot of you. <laughs> it was a little overwhelming. Uh, so the first one that I want to point out in this list is The Poet X by Elizabeth Acevedo, specifically because she just won the Carnegie Medal. Yes. The first person of color. She's coming to Cleveland as well. Really? Yes. To come on our podcast? <laughs> that would be news to me. No, but she's coming to Cuyahoga County Public Library. That is amazing. Um, yeah, she's the first person of color to win the Carnegie Medal in its 84-year history. I believe I saw that. Oh, for that. poetry? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, it is really, really good, and the... I, I love listening to audiobooks of poetry. Um, I'm, I don't read a ton of poetry, but when I do, the audiobooks are really helpful for me because they read the poets or the poems and kind of the flow that they're probably supposed to be or intended to by the, the authors. And obviously poetry is always up for interpretation uh, from the reader, but I just enjoy kind of having my hand guided <laughs> when it comes to those. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to check that out as well. Uh, the Changeling by Victor Laval. Uh, or Lavalier, I believe. Uh, this is How It Always Is by Laurie Frankel. Uh, the Long Way to a Small and Angry Planet by Becky Chambers. And that's one. Have, have you read that? I have not, but our coworker Liz has recommended it on the podcast before. Yeah, and so it, um, it won a whole bunch of awards when it came out. Um, I think it's, so it follows kind of like a, a crew of people through an exciting, uh, an exciting journey through space. So it's one of those kind of you know, space opera, space adventure sort of thing, like Hitchhiker's Guide and, and all those wonderful types of books. Um, a few more here. Somebody mentioned specifically the Expanse series by James S.A. Corey, who's been on the podcast, but they said it specifically for the narration of Jefferson Mays, so kind of along the same lines that you were talking about. Um, apparently, Jefferson Mays, they'll listen to anything that they do. Uh, Scrappy Little Nobody by Anna Kendrick. That's another one of those that uh, falls in line of those kind of comedic memoirs that we talk about all the time with you know Amy Poehler and Tina Fey and anyone who was on Parks and Rec apparently pretty much Mick yeah. Offerman yeah. Megan Mullally god they've all done a lot of those uh, A Gentleman in Moscow by Amor Taulas and then If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio so those are just some I'll put all the ones that people sent to us in the show notes because again there was a whole bunch of them um but yeah, there's a whole lot, and I don't want to talk about books that I haven't read, so go ahead. No, you were right about the Carnegie Medal. I was getting confused with the, like, this is the UK Children's Book Award. She is the first um, writer of color. I was thinking of the, like, there's an American Carnegie Award. Yeah. Yeah, I was getting confused. It's okay. separate. So yes, first first uh, writer of color uh, to win it in 83 years. So that's Poet X. Yeah. Hey, we're, you know, I guess better late than never. Hopefully it will not be that long. Um, and so we also have on overdev.com a big list of audiobooks that our team loves. And I'll link that in the show notes as well. Um, not surprisingly, Daisy Jones is like the first one out there. <laughs> um, there's This Body's Not Big Enough for the Two of Us, which I read as well, by Edgar Cantero. That's amazing. There's Girl, Wash Your Face, which is all over the place on the come up. 
Um, Becoming is on there, but I didn't really feel the need for us to talk about Becoming by Michelle Obama because if you've heard of a book this year, pretty pretty much it's that one. Um, also, she doesn't need our public. She doesn't probably. Yes. I think she's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Guru by RuPaul. There's a whole ton of really great ones on this list, so I'll, I'll link that in there as well. Um, other things you think people should know about? No. There's one thing. Oh. You, to, you can talk about it. I'm assuming we're talking about the same thing. Um, big library read is going on. Yep. <laughs> Good job, uh, us. Usually like we're 20, so on top of that uh, sort of thing. Minute like 25. <laughs> <laughs> so big library read is our uh, global digital ebook club. And if you go to your library's website and they are participating, you will be able to check out um, the ebook of A Dangerous Act of Kindness uh, without wait lists or holds or any of that fun stuff. There's a discussion board that you can go to at biglibrary.com to discuss the book with um, others. It's, you know, the books we've, Big Library Read, at this point it's only been out, at the time it's recording, it's been live for like two days and there's mm-hmm. already a bunch of discussions happening. So, yeah, it's really cool. People read fast, man. Yes. Jill and I are the ones who, quote, I would say moderate the discussion board, but really it's just like approved comments. And, um, I'm always blown away on like the first day when it's like the book's been off for like eight hours and people are like, love the book. Here are my thoughts. And I'm like, how? Well, to be it's fair, amazing. this is actually a book from this year. It's possible people had already read it. That's and true. they were like, oh, this is Big true. Library Read. So um, go to Big Library Read for more information about the program and the book. And then go to your library's Overdrive site to check it out. Plus, if you do partake in the discussion board, I believe we're giving away a Kobo device to one lucky winner. And you can also... Um, Use the hashtag Big Library Read on social media to be entered into a for a device as well. Yeah, all sorts of overdrive. Man, overdrive should pay us, huh? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, good times. All right, anything else you think people should know about? Uh, nope. Just come say if you see us on the floor at ALA, say hi. Yeah, you'll see like these giant uh, smiles plastered on our faces. They may be fake depending on which day it is. If it's like Monday morning, oh no, what you're go- when do you leave? Friday. Friday. No, no. When do you come back? Sunday. Okay. Well. Sunday sure, evening, though. Make sure to come Saturday or Sunday so you can see Jill and I. Well, you'll be at the booth. I'll be floating around, so. You'll, you'll it'll be like It'll booth. be like finding me in the wild. <laughs> if you see a wild Jill, be sure to say hello. Take a picture. Um, all right. Well, that's everything. I hope you guys enjoyed this kind of all over the place episode of the Professional Book Nerds podcast. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can purchase these titles in Marketplace. Professional Book Nerds is proud to be an Evergreen Podcast signature program. To learn about other Evergreen podcasts, visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Our podcast is produced, recorded, and edited by Adam Sokol and Jill Grunewald and presented by Rakuten Overdrive. For more information, visit professionalbooknerds.com. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast.